and welcome to Backpack Chit Chat, the podcast where teachers and moms can link arms and create the best educational experience for our students. I'm Penny. And I'm Samantha. We are Christian school teachers and moms with a passion for education. Join us as we unpack what it means to be successful in the classroom and at home. Welcome to episode number 12 of Backpack Chit Chat. Penny, what are we unpacking today? Today is a fun one. Well, it's a fun name. It's not really a fun topic, (laughs) but it's called Cheater Cheater Pumpkin Eater. I love it. Right on time for fall, which Penny is like the best at coming up with names. If you ever needed like something creative, she's going to have your back on that one. So it's such a cute idea. Well, I kind of was thinking about it because when I was helping out in the daycare years and years ago, there was these two little boys and one of the little boys came running up to me and he had these huge brown eyes and he had huge crocodile tears coming out and he was saying he called me beater beater bumpin eater and I was like what and I had to keep having him tell me and and finally he said it a little bit more clear and he was saying somebody called him a teeter teeter pumpkin eater and it was so I mean that was like tore him up but it was cute. So I don't know. This That's name precious. came, came I love up it. when we were trying to uh, figure out how we we're going to talk about a, a not so nice subject. Right. <laughs> but how do you experience that in first grade? Well, you know, I think, I don't know about you, but I think there's actually two different categories of cheating. Okay. And I know che- all cheating is not good, but there's a more serious one. Mm-hmm. There's the cheating when you are like playing a game and you're competing in a fun game, which by the way, I, I can't stand cheating anyways. Right. And I really hate cheating in games, but that is not going to like, you know, affect your grade or something right, like that. Right. But then there's the cheating that you are taking somebody else's hard work and pretending it it is your own. So that I feel is a whole nother level of right. cheating. <laughs> Agreed. I tell students, I have to tell them all the time, they don't understand that taking someone else's work and putting it into their writing is cheating. They, And then they inadvertently cheat because they don't know how to correctly cite and everything else. So you can tell the difference between an actual cheater and then someone who's trying to trying to make it their own as best they can right like you know reading they're paraphrasing right and things like that um they're they're taking somebody else's information but they are at least working to make it their own versus just copying it um and i actually do deal with it in first grade and it's funny it was probably my second year of teaching and i had a little girl um i kept seeing her like looking down when we were taking a spelling test and she kept looking down and I was like, what is she doing? Well, I went around her desk and she had all of her spelling lists um, written out and she had it tucked in her desk and she would just kind of slide it out. And I said, such a young age. I know. I was like, what are you doing? And come to find out her older brother had taught her how to do it. And so I had, (laughs) I really at that point had to decide, okay, in first grade, what is the level of consequence? You do need to make sure they realize that it's not it's not right. You can't do it. There is a consequence. But I don't really feel like they um, 
are mentally able to understand the the depth of cheating. They're just right. thinking, I need the right answer and you have it. Give it to me. Right. That's what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. So I basically, if I run into it now, I pretty much, this is what I do. I'll tap them on their shoulder mm-hmm. and, you know, do the uh, twirl around, like look at your own paper type thing. Um, I do, side note, I do think that we as teachers need to do as much as we can to make take that temptation out. Mm-hmm. I understand it was you're in an older grade, you know, you want your kids to know you're not mm-hmm. going to cheat. You need to make that decision on your own. But in my grade and young grades, I feel like, okay, they're probably, that's what they're going to lean to. If they don't know the answer, they are going to look at someone. So I do test dividers, which by the way, I make my own. They are just two manila folders stapled together, and so they make a little test divider. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we ordered some, and they were humongous, and I used them for as long as I could, but this year I just made my own. Didn't work. Yeah, so um, I do think that you you need to take away the temptation for younger kids. So I do use test dividers. Um, I do constantly say I want... Hey, I want to know how Sally is doing on her paper. I don't want to know how Joey is doing on Sally's paper. You know, I'll say like that. I'll say eyes on your own paper. Don't even give me uh, the time to think that you might be cheating. So don't look around. Look forward. So I do do that. But if they are cheating, I'll tap them on their shoulders, remind them. Um, I really try hard not to say it publicly loud. Mm -hmm. I don't want to embarrass them. However, if I have to keep reminding somebody, I might say, hey, you need to turn around, look at your own paper. I'm going to take your paper from you. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as I don't give zeros, I have before um, circled a problem and then just marked that one particular problem Mm -hmm. wrong. And that was enough for them to be like, okay, I'm not cheating on the rest of this paper. (laughs) So in my grade, that's pretty much how I deal with it. I think we need to train in our grade that, hey, you're smart. You don't, right. you know, you don't need to copy someone. And what happens if they're wrong? Right. Then you are copying wrong answers. You know, believe in yourself. Um, I don't know, but it's, I'm I, sure, different in your grade. <laughs> well, I do have a personal question first. Yeah. Oh, you can go first in the answer, and then I'll go. Okay. Did you cheat? Well, I do. You know what? I, two things. This is so funny. I don't ever cheat on games, which is so funny. Like, I cannot stand cheating on games. I don't read the ends of books. I don't... Um, it's annoying to... I don't even want to yeah. watch the trailers for movies because <laughs> it gives too much information. I don't want to cheat my mind. So I never have cheated in the fun realm. But I do remember a specific time where I was in seventh grade and I did not do my homework and I was like, I wanted to get it done. And it was those questions, like, mm-hmm. you know, answer like your six questions or whatever. So I had a friend, which I called Hershey Head. I don't know why, but he reminded me of a Hershey bar. But anyways, um, <laughs> I took his paper and I just copied his answers. Well, his writing was a little messy. So I <laughs> didn't make sense. So the teacher called us both up after class and said, she knew that we cheated and we're of course you know lying which is on top of cheating I'm lying and saying no no I didn't and she's like it I think it was supposed to be like 
I don't know, an R and I put an S or something like that. So what I wrote didn't even make sense. And so I, I was caught. So on the big scheme of things, I'm not a cheater, but I think you would be lying if, if you ever said you never cheated. I can't. I don't know a person who's never. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the temptation's there, you know. Well, you're cheating if you're giving your answers. I, right. I've done that That's more. That's true. I have given my answers to other people more than I've taken other people's answers. I've probably given my answers away. I know I probably tried to get away <laughs> with the copying the homework thing. Mm-hmm. That that it like rings a bell in my yeah. mind. I can't give like specific. I can't think of like specifics, yeah. but I'm pretty positive I cheated yeah. at some point in time. I don't think that I was ever brazen enough to cheat on a test though like on looking looking on someone else's paper yeah I don't think I was either I I I don't know I maybe someone in high school would probably be like yes you did but But if I did I don't remember and if I did it was probably few and far between far far between (laughs) (laughs) far between far yeah fruit I can't even say it uh, it few and happen. far between. There you go. It didn't happen very often. So yeah. it was mine was more. I didn't want to get in trouble for not having my homework. Not yeah. really because I needed a better grade. Yeah. I'm now. Listen, <laughs> when we go to talk about college, well, the internet is full of answers. Which, we didn't have the internet when right, I was in college like right. that. <laughs> so, I mean, those of you who are in college, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I got through college with some websites, so anyways, not proud of those moments, I guess. Um, My leading into that would be copy and pasting from the internet. Mm -hmm. I've literally had kids look at me and say, can I just copy and paste it? And I'm like, no, you may not do that. And I do look at them like, because I want them to realize like, Mm -hmm. oh, that was a silly question, which I know we say to kids all the time, there's no silly questions, but... A question like that, I'm just looking at them like, you're taking someone else's answers and you are pasting it. And it... it, And putting your name on it. Yes. And I just, oh my gosh, it goes all through me. Let me ask you this, because I think this is a skill that I feel that some kids don't have. You know, when you read articles and you're writing on something and you want to take that information... Mm-hmm. and put it in your essay. Mm-hmm. Some kids, I feel, literally do not know how to rewrite something in their own, in their way. own way. Right. So is that taught? Paraphrasing, yeah. And we, it's difficult. It's a difficult mm-hmm. skill when you just, sometimes, I don't know about you, but this has always been natural for me to mm-hmm. summarize and paraphrase. Me too. I don't ever remember being taught it. I just always remember being decent at it. Now I'll tell you, I'm not the best at it. I have some seventh grade students who could really outright me anytime. Mm -hmm. They are phenomenal writers and they're creative in their thinking and in their skills. So my summarization, I mean, paraphrasing and summarizing are so close, closely. I mean, you are paraphrasing when you're summarizing. I don't know. Um, but I do teach that. It's just a, it's just a hard skill. It's a hard skill to learn. But when they want to say something directly, I teach EB Academics writing, and it's a really great program. We're talking about intro to evidence, so saying according to Ronald Dahl, uh, and then they would quote yes, him. They, they would put it in quote, 
quotation marks and then say what he said and then give the page number. Yeah. But it shouldn't be like their whole paper. It should right. be like it the should quote. be like yeah. one or two sentences. Right. Gotcha. And it's just to prove their point too. So in their mind, I feel like there some people are not trying to cheat in that realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I guess writing might be different than looking at someone's paper and like you know right. saying. Oh, it's almost seat. like they're they're just regurgitating back on the paper what's already been right. written. And I'm like, no no no, what's your thought and idea yeah, about right. what was written? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh well, I think that this subject's dumb. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no. Okay, if you don't agree with it, then there's a proper way to go right. along with the disagreement. And so that's where I tend to lead in that. But the copy and paste in this digital world will literally drive, drive you up yeah. a wall, which is why I do a lot of comprehension. Um, I also do spelling tests, but I taught fifth through eighth grade last year. And while teaching I know of a situation (laughs) that came up I was giving spelling tests and so I talked to somebody else about how to give those and they said use cover sheets and then a situation was brought to my attention that a student had cheated in fifth grade on a spelling test so uh, the teacher gave them pens and then said okay drop your pencils on the floor and then we're going to grade them together because it was just a quick way to do it. Right. Because I was having trouble at that time, too, getting – I had 75 students getting 75 spelling tests graded. Right, right. And so the this person said that – I don't want to give too much away. Mm-hmm. But they had them grade it with a pen and then said, okay, put your pencil on the floor. Well, this student, while grading – did not mark her answers wrong and just changed the answers with the pencil. Oh. And so erased it and then got caught, of course. And whenever she was addressed, she was very brazen. Like, she did not care that she was <laughs> cheating. And I'm like, why would a kid... Like, I would have died right. if I would have been caught cheating. Um, but I think it worked out. I think the child obviously got in trouble but I think in that instance, what I would do, I mean, I don't know about you, but I guess in the higher grades, they have a deeper understanding of what they are doing. Oh, definitely. They know exactly what they are doing when they take a pencil mm-hmm. and they in erase. In that case, that I can see. Okay, yeah. you got to. And I, I guess I probably give too much grace a little bit. I think if it was a first time, mm-hmm. I probably would not give a straight zero the right. first time. I, because I overthink everything. I'd probably be like, were they really doing that? Like, yeah, I know. Because it, it shocks me. <laughs> right. Um, but I think second time, you know, you get a zero mm-hmm. for doing that. I cannot, I mean, you have to think that we're raising the next generation. And if we allow them to do that, what are we teaching them? Oh, definitely. You know, and I agree. Even as a mom, if my boys were caught cheating I would just be devastated and of course they have to be punished and a zero is pretty harsh on a test grade on a test grade so I think that's kind of my extent of knowing about cheating and then right now I don't even give cover sheets I think I'm dealing with a maybe a generation that they don't care to cheat because they don't care about their grade I don't (laughs) yeah it's kind of sad but I don't know that I I could tell you right now there's not cheating happening <laughs> because of their grades. Right. Like you if if a kid is constantly getting a bad grade and then they suddenly get a good grade, that's when I think a red flag goes up, but also you have to know 
are they trying harder? Like, right. is you it consistent? Wanna, you know, right. I, that's what's hard for me is I, I think that they are in a Christian school, in a Christian atmosphere. They know uh, the boundaries and limits, and they know the repercussions of lying. Mm-hmm. And lying and cheating go hand in hand. hand in hand. And so I think we're blessed in that aspect where I don't see it a lot. Um, oh, I'm I very do. thankful that I don't see right. it. And maybe maybe they do care. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, they just... I know of the children who do care because I had a I had a kid ask me yesterday, "Have you graded that quiz yet?" <laughs> oh, I know it was a really bad quiz. <laughs> Is that going to drop? Are you going to drop that grade? When are you going to drop that grade? <laughs> <laughs> and so you can tell the ones who care, um, but I'll tell you, it might be the ones who care more that are more willing to cheat because they're so nervous about getting, about bad getting the bad grade. And I don't know. That's pro- I can see how that would have been my thought in high school was I cannot afford to make a bad grade. And I don't know where I came up with that in my own mind. I guess I had my own expectations of myself. So I actually see, could see more out of kids who set themselves up to be Mm -hmm. really high achievers cheating because they don't want to fail. They have a fear of failure. They don't want to fail. But I do feel like, you know, obviously hindsight, you know, we're older now. But they're really selling themselves short. And, oh, I agree. And they're not giving themselves enough um, accolades for themselves right. to know that you're better than this. You do, mm-hmm. You're smarter than this. I tell my kids, we, we do what's called a speed drill in, every morning. And it's 60 seconds, and it's just math problems. So, you mm-hmm. know, like 2 plus 3, 1 plus 4, things like that. Mm-hmm. And when I say pencils in your pouch... Everybody stops, and I'll see some people still writing after that. And I just, and I don't grade this, but I just let them know you're selling yourself short because you're not going to, you're not, by Friday, you won't know if you've gotten better because you've gone over that minute, you know? Right. Or, you know, I'll say, do you realize it's taking you longer to try to look at that person's paper over there to figure right. out what they're, than if you just figured it out on your own? Right. So I think sometimes if they would, you know, not have it in their mind to cheat, mm-hmm. they could actually figure out the answers. Right. Now, here at our school, I know there's a couple things that we do to, I think, help prevent cheating. One is we take we take their phones. That's true. We do so, take their phones. Yeah, they're and not allowed to have phones. We here. have a little phone sweep. Like, if we think that a student might have phones, we mm-hmm. just tell administration, and then they go through lockers, and we have that right here. Right. Um, so you're right. Like we are very blessed that yeah, there's they don't kids have that, their phones. Yeah, there's kids in public school that can just get their phone whenever they. Whenever. And I don't know, probably private school too. Yeah, they can just have them whenever they please. And I, that's insanity to me. I cannot imagine. Well, I stand at the front door and, and oh yeah, greet, you are. And ta- I take the phones and I can't tell you just about every parent because we have a daycare here. Also, every parent that comes through, they're like, wow. That's great. So I know the kids probably don't think that, but, you know, it's less distraction, Mm -hmm. and that takes one temptation away to cheat. The other thing that we do, or not we do, but certain teachers do, is they will make up their own tests. Because we use a curriculum, kids can get their hands on tests. Right. And so when that was found out, this teacher decided that it it meant 
enough for her to take that extra time, which is sad that she has to take that extra time, mm-hmm. but she took that extra time and she makes up her own tests. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just another temptation that, you know. And it is tempting. And I've heard of parents doing it. Parents yeah. do it for their students. And uh, I got to be honest, when my kid has a 46 question test, it's very tempting to be like, oh, let's go online and figure all this out. However, what's that going to teach them in the long run? What's that going to teach them for college? They have to learn to study on their own. They have to be diligent and not even on their own. Like he can study with me really and truly though. He studies with his dad. He's got a great, um, he's got a great dad because I've had enough teaching all day and then he just studies with him. He's just so patient. I'm so thankful for that. Well, and, and, I just, that never even came to mind. I I told everybody that I used to homeschool. Right. So I had, and I used the same curriculum, I had all the books, mm-hmm. teacher guides, test oh, guides. Oh, that's true. Never in my wildest thought did I even once think, oh, let's just let's go, go get look online. At, let's go look at, I didn't oh, have that to go answers. online. Yeah, I had no, them. that answers. Never even thought to even do that. No. I mean, I ended up getting rid of all of them eventually, but I had them. I never even thought to do it. I just feel like You're selling if, that's them what, short. if that's your first thought, then there, there's, you know, mm-hmm. as, as a parent or whatever. Right. Or something. But. Do you have a quote for us? I with? do have a quote. And I it can't wait goes to hear along. it. I should. We should have just. Did the little nursery rhyme, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, had a wife and couldn't keep her. Yeah. Put her in a pumpkin shell, and there he kept her very well. So anyways, <laughs> that's but adorable. that's not my quote. My quote is, my teacher, and this is anonymous, by the way, my teacher gave me the best gift of all, believing in me. And so I just feel like we believe in them. We know they can do well. We just need them to believe in themselves. That's so true. That's so, so good. I love it. Well, we hope this episode leaves you feeling refreshed, energized, and ready for your week. Until our next unpacking. If you like spending time with us every week, hit the follow button and please also leave us a review. You can also check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Backpack Chit Chat or email us at backpackchitchat at gmail.com.